the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Condemn their babies to a horrifying beginning of life. Yes, it's past time to stop opioid abuse. I'm Bill Bunkley, and that is something to think about. WTBN, Pinellas Park. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. After almost nine years in a Nevada prison, O.J. Simpson will soon be a free man. Members of the state parole board made their decision about an hour ago. Vote to grant parole when eligible, and that will conclude this hearing. Thank you. The final deciding vote that will set Simpson free come October. They had been doing time in an armed robbery case. He was very happy. He was very. He obviously was very emotional. If you were looking at the cameras, he was, he was very emotional. Simpson attorney Malcolm Laverne. From both sides of the aisle in the U.S. Senate, an outpouring of support for a colleague who's facing a serious health challenge. Senator John McCain's diagnosis of brain cancer has shocked his colleagues on Capitol Hill, but they were quick to say the Arizona Republican will face this diagnosis like he has faced so many challenges in his life. We look forward to seeing our friend again soon, and we hope he'll be back in the very near future. Those words from Majority Leader Mitch McConnell matched by Minority Leader Charles Schumer. Senator McCain will fight in the only way he knows how with every fiber of his being. Senator McCain had a procedure to remove a blood clot from above his left eye and subsequent testing diagnosed the malignant brain tumor. Linda Kenyon, Capitol Hill. President Trump says he wouldn't have chosen Jeff Sessions for Attorney General if he knew that Sessions would recuse himself in the Russia investigation. Mr. Trump says Sessions' action is unfair. White House spokeswoman Sarah Huckabee Sanders asked whether Mr. Trump still stands behind his attorney general. Clearly he has confidence in him or he would not be the attorney general. Sessions says he loves the job and the Justice Department and does not plan to step down. A stubborn wildfire burning west of Yosemite National Park now destroyed 45 buildings while forcing thousands from their homes. Closing Wall Street, the Dow ends the day down about 21 points, the Nasdaq up 6 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. Every day people ask me, Jay, did I miss out? Have the rates gone up? The answer is no. Rates are still low, and it's a perfect time to refinance your home, especially if your mortgage rate is higher than four and a quarter percent. If you'd like to lower your interest rate and save thousands of dollars in interest without starting over on a new 30-year loan, a Quicken Loans Yorkage is what you're looking for. With our exclusive Yorkage, you can choose a term that works best for you, anywhere from 8 to 30 years. The rate today on an 8-year Yorkage is 3.25%, APR 3.75%. For seven years in a row now, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation for customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. And for the third year in a row, they've also ranked us highest in the nation for mortgage servicing. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030.
A Saudi prince has been arrested over his alleged involvement in the abuse of several people. It was caught on video. The videos that started to appear online in the past few days have been extraordinary, showing a series of incidents in which frightened men receive beatings and volleys of verbal abuse, some filmed from the point of view of the aggressor. A tall man with long black hair is seen in one, pummeling and then kicking a man in a chair. That is allegedly the young prince. Leaked footage of his subsequent arrest shows what seems to be the same man. The videos provoked intense outrage not just in Saudi Arabia but across the Arab world. King Salman's order stressed that no one was above the law. Last year, another prince was executed for killing a man. The BBC's Sebastian Usher. A court in Rome has convicted dozens of defendants in a wide-ranging corruption trial and revealed a system of kickbacks and intimidation aimed at gaining control of city contracts. News and analysis at townhall.com. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. The Lord's Prayer. Oh, what a balance it brings to all that we do. And how we can learn about life by studying its words and following its pattern. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Proud to be an American? My husband, Dominic, and I thank God we are. I'm Lois Falconetti of Dominic's Blinds and Decor. We sell American-made, not like our competitors. We're a Hunter Douglas dealer, which gives a lifetime warranty. We do repairs and at-home drapery cleaning. Tell us you're a veteran, first responder, or proud American. We'll give a donation to St. Jude. See us at Clark & McIntosh or call 922-2345. Remember, Dominic's Blinds, American-made, not from China. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is sponsored by EDI Travel. Thursday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. We're broadcasting from our studios here in the West Shore area of Tampa. As always, we want to welcome all of our guests tuning in all across West Central Florida. Florida and around the United States, we're honored to have this conversation with you on this 20th day of July. Well, we've got some uh, things to talk about, as always. We're the answer stations. We're the faith talk stations. Faith talk stations. We're the business stations. And we know you have questions, and uh, I've got some answers for you today. While you have been busy being productive at your jobs, with your children, on the summer activities, and we've got uh, some information that you probably won't get from the liberal media or your local newspapers. We're simulcasting right now all across West Central Florida, so if you have a friend, now would be a good time to uh, invite them to join us. We've got three ways for you to participate. Our Tampa local number is 813-287-5700. That's 813-287-5700. In uh, Sarasota, Bradenton, Manatee, join the conversation at 941-955-0930. 941-955-0930. Toll-free is 877-943-9673. That's toll-free, 877-943-9673. Well, we got the news yesterday that uh, something that I had um, 
at least alluded to um, when we first learned on Monday that Senator John McCain had uh, a procedure to remove a blood clot in the very same location where he had previous surgeries having to deal with the cancer of melanoma. And um, we, um, at least I suggested then, because uh, Mitch McConnell, the leader of the Republicans in the U.S. Senate, and called off the vote uh, over the weekend, and we actually pulled my Monday something to think about. And when we did that, um, I wondered what would happen if the findings uh, from this biopsy would um, would be pointing to a much more serious situation. And uh, now we know that uh, is the fact. And that's because we'll talk about it uh, here momentarily, and that is because John McCain has um, has a very aggressive form of brain cancer. And um, we will talk about that coming up in just a moment, as well as his very, very illustrious uh, career. Uh, we also have um, some information that uh, we're going to let you hear from John McCain himself on that particular issue. Now, um, this afternoon, since about 1 o'clock until about an hour ago, I was uh, tuned in. I was watching the O.J. Simpson parole hearing from um, from Nevada. Now, I'm, I, I guess if I wasn't coming on the air to share with you some thoughts about that, I would not have probably watched that. But nonetheless, very intriguing indeed. And so we're going to have that conversation today as well in just a moment. Um, very interesting things transpired. We'll talk about that. We'll, uh, in the second hour, we'll get back to that uh, Teen Vogue situation that uh, took place uh, in um, what we're going to be suggesting that your sons, daughters, and teenagers, uh, not sons, but teenage daughters might want to pass that up. That'll be the second hour. Uh, plus, um, we'll take up um, a special guest that we have. We've got um, Dr. Terry Mortensen with Answers in Genesis. Uh, He's going to be with us because they have uh, put up uh, a rainbow around the Noah's Ark exhibition in Kentucky. And so um, we'll talk about uh, why they did that, the symbolism in that. And uh, I'm looking here, Michael, we have uh, our guest at 430, right? All right, we have uh, Jaleel Daywood, and uh, he's going to be with us, and uh, he's going to be talking about uh, the president's uh, immigration policy, and uh, we'll talk about that coming up in a moment. So, uh, first up, let's talk about uh, O.J. Simpson, and um, what I want to share about that is today the parole board unanimously, all four of them voted to grant Mr. Simpson his parole. I want to talk about this uh, from a couple of angles. This, for many, has uh, not necessarily the younger millennial crowd, because they may not understand the ramifications, but for those of us who are a little bit older, who um, remember very vividly the murder scene at uh, O.J. Simpson's house with Nicole Brown Simpson, and then Ron Goldman, we uh, remember the trial. We, we remember the abundant evidence 
of O.J. Simpson's DNA everywhere and anywhere. We are aware that um, where the venue was tried, that Mr. Simpson was acquitted. Many people have never accepted that acquittal. We know that uh, later there was a civil trial. Mr. Simpson was found guilty, negligible in death in the deaths of his wife and um, Ron Goldman. And so fast forward, uh, he has some personal items, some memorabilia. He was living in Miami. He had flown to Nevada, uh, Las Vegas, I think, for a wedding while there. Leading up to that point, uh, he had been communicating with some individuals uh, who were um, pointing to some other individuals that had some of his personal family items and memorabilia. He went to that location with uh, some other gentlemen. One person pulled a gun, was not O.J. Simpson. And uh, another one, I think, maybe roughed up the guy who uh, supposedly had uh, Mr. Simpson's goods. And he did, by the way. And let me just uh, also mention that um, there was somewhat of a custody trial over that. And in California, in fact, the items that Mr. Simpson was trying to um, retrieve were, in fact, found to be his items and uh, were returned to him. However, when you um, have to retain and try to get some items back, you you don't take some armed folks and just, you know, you you just don't do that. So anyway, he was found guilty. Now, here we are nine years later. And I want to tell you what I've been thinking about. I've been thinking about the rule of law today. Because whether you want to um, hear it or not, Based on the evidence, based on the procedure, based on all the mitigating factors, O.J. Simpson deserved to be paroled today in Nevada. And I agree with the decision to parole him. Not on my emotional side, but on the side of the rule of law. You know, we've had the Supreme Court, a couple of high-profile cases. One was Roe versus Wade. The other was the decision to uphold Obamacare and to change the definition of uh, aspects of Obamacare to make it fit the law. We have seen judicial activism at the U.S. Supreme Court level. We have seen judicial activism on the federal appellate level. All I can tell you is look to the district appellate court in San Francisco. doesn't matter what the law is. We've uh, seen it up and down all the way down to lower courts, Florida courts, sometimes U.S. Supreme Court, and uh, that's why it's a major topic of the day. That's why it was uh, very important to me as I watched all of this transpire. Here's what I asked myself. What if this was not O.J. Simpson? What if this was uh, O.J., you know, um, O.J. Smith, O.J. Nations. If any other person had been involved in this crime and been found guilty, someone who did not have a legal prior record, remember he was acquitted in the murder charge, civil cases are not admitted, 
We did hear that he had some incidents once he moved to Miami. I believe there was alleged road rage on behalf of Mr. Simpson. Uh, There was also an allegation of some sort of domestic dispute with Mr. Simpson, neither of which um, transpired in anything legally. Uh, Jim Gray with Fox Sports Today talked about the fact that when Mr. Simpson today said he's never had a problem with alcohol, he rebutted that and said that people that have known O.J. down through the years and in his in his career, they have um, they have witnessed that. And even though in the trial today, in, in the parole hearing today, it was a moment, it was a surreal moment when O.J. Simpson said, I've never raised a gun. I've never raised a weapon. And I'm just paraphrasing. I don't know exactly. We've not been able to get the audio on that. But he, he basically talked about the fact he's never done that before in his life. And then as he um, talked about never had an alcohol problem, there were certainly moments there where the shaking of the head was was very much a part of of my witnessing of the occasion. But But here's my point. You know, when we cease to be a nation that follows the rule of law, that's when we cease to be the great nation, the city on a hill. If he had been O.J. Smith, probably he would not have been necessarily sent to prison for uh, whatever his full term is. And being a fan that he didn't have any prior convictions, uh, I listened as he has a stellar record as a, as an inmate. No problems, no disciplinary action. He's been involved uh, with uh, various different uh, remedial courses as well as uh, activities with other inmates. He has been a model prisoner. Probably if it was O.J. Simpson, he would not have been found guilty of the number of years that he was for this charge. And certainly I think that probably uh, around the five-year mark, he probably would have been released. That's just my opinion. Am I happy to see him released? I can't say that, but uh, I want to say that um, I stand, even though it may be unpopular with some, I stand with the rule of law. And the question now is, uh, if he uh, if he messes up in the slightest way, by the way, I understand allegedly that uh, two of his children live uh, here in our area in St. Petersburg, and the condition of his release to come back to um, to Florida is to have some connection with sponsors, that'd be his two children. So instead of Miami, we, uh, of course, this a little bit further down the road, he is expected to be released around October the 1st once the paperwork is done, might even be living uh, in our area. So your thoughts about today, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. Be right back.
Windshields are all about safety, and so is Autoglass America. If your windshield is damaged and you have comprehensive insurance, we'll install a premium quality replacement with a lifetime warranty at no cost to you. We'll buy back your damaged windshield for up to $100 cash on the spot and come to you with free mobile service. Keep your family safe. Call us today. Remember, if it's chipped or cracked, we'll buy it back. 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-GLASS. Autoglass America. I'm Trina Webster. And I'm Dan Webster, founders of Z Quiet. Let me be honest, I snored. Yeah, he did. Crazy loud. I was forced to sleep on the couch most nights. Dan tried everything, including surgery, to solve his snoring problem. Nothing worked. So we turned to experts and created a solution that's a total game changer, a mouthpiece called Z-Quiet. Not just any mouthpiece, one that gently opens the airway where the snoring happens. In fact, it's based on the same technology as treatments costing thousands of dollars. It allows natural jaw movement so you can talk, breathe normally, and best of all, sleep comfortably without making a sound. And what's really cool is that it couldn't be easier. Just pop it in before you go to sleep to kick snoring out of bed. So you can sleep quiet with Z-Quiet. Z-Quiet fits both men and women. Try it risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. Go to GetZQuiet.com or text SNORE to 91011. Go to GetZQuiet.com or text SNORE to 91011. Sunday morning at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So here we see that God has said, I'm going to set up for you and your descendants, Abraham, a special land. Heart of Messiah, Sunday morning at 9 on Faith Talk AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. Bill Bunkley here. It is about 21 minutes past the hour on the Bill Bunkley Show. I want to remind you that uh, if you didn't have a chance to um, go with us to Israel a few weeks back, we have two opportunities coming up. Yes, that's right. Uh, we have uh, the Stand with Israel tour. That's going to be on October the 22nd through November the 1st. This is a nine-day tour, emphasis on the 50th anniversary of um, the reunification of Jerusalem to uh, Israel. That's going to be hosted by our own Mike Gallagher and Dennis Prager here on the Answer Stations. Hey, to find out more about joining these two stellar individuals on what's going to be a very memorable tour, uh, go to StandWithIsraelTour.com. That's StandWithIsraelTour.com. That's one option. Our second option is uh, our annual Salem Media Tour. All of our stations uh, throughout the country, uh, people are joining this, uh, this tour. That's going to be shipping out on, Sept- excuse me, on um, November the 1st. That's right, November the 1st through the 10th. And that's going to be a 10-day journey hosted by Pastor Sean Thornton. And Sean Thornton is senior pastor of Calvary Community Church in Westlake Village, uh, California. And I'm uh, going to be going to so many of the sites that uh, we had a chance to visit just a few weeks ago. If you'd like to uh, catch up and if November's a better date on that, go to our website right now at letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, and uh, click on the Experience Israel banner to learn more. 
Let's go to uh, Todd in Sarasota. I want to talk about John McCain. And, of course, we're going to get to our guest, bottom of the hour, uh, Jaleel Daywood. Uh, Todd from Sarasota, good to have you with us this afternoon, my friend. Hey, Bill. Thanks for taking my call. Love your show. Thank you. And um, John McCain, a great American, someone who served, uh, deserves uh, much praise and uh, respect in this hour of uh, need, I guess, he's going through. Yeah, we'll we'll um, cover that in just a moment. Uh, kind of, um, I found out last night, uh, our family went to the beach for a few hours after the show to watch the sunset, and I learned uh, during that period, and uh, our heart and prayers are going out to him. But uh, I know you had something else on your mind. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you talked about it several weeks ago, and it kind of ties into the OJ uh, issue, which is kind of bitter for for me, but mm-hmm. um, it ties in. It ties in. The Governor Scott signed the uh, SB 111, and you know it has to do with criminal history. So if you could tie that in, maybe with was OJ. that 111 or one uh, 118? Okay, because I I I, I yeah. had popped up um, 118. 118 uh, was a bill that was uh, ultimately made its way through both the House and the Senate. Uh, the sponsor was uh, Senator Stubbe, right there in the Bradenton, mm-hmm. Sarasota area from uh, where you hail from, and the Criminal Justice Committee in the Senate. It uh, passed as uh, committee substitute for SB 118, and uh, it was a bill that prohibited a person or entity that was involved with publishing or disseminating arrest booking photographs from soliciting or accepting a fee or other payment to remove a photograph. Um, To give you an idea was I know that uh, I think the Tampa Day Times was doing it. Uh, What would happen is they would take all the arresting photographs uh, and then they they would be out there. And let's say somebody was acquitted or someone wasn't moving forward. What was happening is uh, some of these uh, third-party agencies were shaking down people to pay to uh, to say, hey, you know what, uh, it was an arrest, it, I wasn't, uh, it was dropped or whatever, and, uh, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want that lingering out there because it's been disposed of. And so that's what I understand it to be about. Is that your understanding? Yeah, there was another part of it too, though that uh, Governor Scott—I I don't know if he—I don't think he signed it—was uh, the part about criminal history, and it was there were those, you know, some I guess charges may or may not have been dropped. Well, no, no, they no, were there, allowing. There was a second part. Let me share this. Um, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the bill. Just to refresh my memory. It also required the Criminal Justice Information Program to administratively seal the criminal history records of an adult or a minor upon notification by the clerk of the court under specified uh, circumstances. Um, I think, as I recall, and again, I'm I'm a little bit far removed and I'm getting caught uh, a little bit cold on this, but as I remember... There were particularly, uh, even though it talked about an adult, but particularly minors uh, who had a particular offense that was potentially a one-time offense, and if it stayed on their record, they couldn't join the military. It was costing the potential of getting started in the workplace. I think the intent of this was certainly nonviolent, uh, non, you know, the, the, the more the more serious crimes, 
was that if it was agreed by the courts and then the clerk of the court was ordered that uh, those records would be uh, sealed uh, and expunged. But I want to tell you, just to let you know, nothing is ever totally, totally expunged. Uh, Because I want to tell you, if you're going to be a foster parent or something like that, even though something's been expunged, um, depending on what you're asking to do, uh, it's there somewhere, but it's not available to the general public. Was that pretty close to what you were talking about? I think so. I didn't know if he signed that piece of yes. it, though. Well, it's, well he, it. he could not, unlike the budget, Todd, where he could take out different line items, the government, mm-hmm. uh, on uh, on any of the bills, the legislative bills, for instance, I, I, I just checked to make sure because uh, passing it and then signing it is one thing, and some of the things have been stretched out. Uh, he approved this on June the 16th. So on June the 16th, he cannot veto parts of a bill. He has to take all of it or reject all of it. So I can tell you that it was not removed, and it is showing here that it is part of also this idea of not shaking down people for photographs. Right. Well, does that mean, um, I guess O.J. wasn't charged in in Florida, so I guess that doesn't have anything to do with him, but yeah, Could the two, he have the, the his two, record Well, well yeah, he, he was clean. He was clean as far as Florida was concerned because even though we heard there was alleging of a domestic situation and the fact that there was road rage and, and, and you know, to his, you know, just to be to his credit, innocent until proven guilty, uh, a guy like him, even now when he gets out, uh, who knows who he's going to run into. But uh, those never were brought forward, uh, not only for an arrest, but certainly when that were not found guilty. That's why they were not part of today's deliberations. Well, absolutely, and and I believe in you know forgiveness, and you know I believe in more than a, even one or two chances. I maybe even get three chances in life that are serious matters. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, what what it's happens? Still tough, though, and, in this one. You know, things can happen. Like even with you know some of our. Uh, politicians um maybe you know maybe a democratic politician that was running for president i mean because of the fame uh and the notoriety i think things get overlooked all right todd hey todd we got about 15 seconds to take a break uh but yes absolutely right things were overlooked more of the bill bunkley show coming up in a moment then have a chance to talk about to john mccain before we get to our guest i'm bill bunkley don't go away we'll be right back I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. After close to nine years in a Nevada prison, O.J. Simpson will soon be a free man. Members of the state parole board made their decision earlier today. Simpson had been doing time in an armed robbery case. From both sides of the aisle in the U.S. Senate, there's been an outpouring of support for a colleague facing a serious health challenge. Senator John McCain starting a battle with brain cancer. President Trump says he would not have chosen Jeff Sessions for attorney general if he had known that Sessions would recuse himself in the Russia investigation. Sessions says he loves his job in the Justice Department and does not plan to resign. A stubborn wildfire burning near Yosemite National Park has destroyed 45 buildings, forced thousands from their homes. 
On Wall Street today, the Dow down 29 points, the NASDAQ up 5. More details at srnnews.com. As a pastor, every day has its triumphs and challenges. Here at Faith Talk 570, we're praying for you, and we'd love to bless you at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day, September 21st at Idlewild Baptist Church in Lutz. Author, teacher, and preacher Dr. Albert Moeller is coming to personally encourage you. There's a delicious meal, time to connect with other pastors, equipping forums, and amazing prizes. Don't miss out on Faith Talk's Pastor Appreciation Day. Seats are free, but you must RSVP at letstalkfaith.com. Bill Carl here. You know, for years here at Faith Talk, 570, 910, and FM 102.1, we've been helping parents in Tampa Bay and Sarasota Bradenton provide their kids with an affordable private Christian school education. Sarasota Christian has been a great fit for our daughters. They both receive an excellent education uh, with the ability to exercise their Christian faith. Right now, when you go to ChristianTuitions.com, you'll find a wide selection of private Christian schools in your area with half off the first year's tuition. The teachers are real about their faith. You know they're praying for their kids, for other kids, for other families in the school. It's a strong faith-based Christian school. That's right. Find a great Christian school near you with half off your first year's tuition at ChristianTuitions.com. We're learning about Jesus and God and how God created the world. If finances are the only reason you're not sending your child to a private Christian school, go to ChristianTuitions.com today for half off your first year's tuition. ChristianTuitions.com. Bill Bunkley here. Have you thought about how many people were involved in your last car or truck purchase? The salesperson, the sales manager, the general manager, finance and insurance managers, and on and on. Getting through the sale can be a real grind. Not so at Rivard Buick GMC. When you buy from Avard Buick GMC, the process is so streamlined that you work with just one person. From the opening handshake to the transaction of the sale, even the finance and insurance end of the deal, one person only. No other dealership does this. It's such a refreshing way to buy a vehicle. And one of the owners is always at the dealership in case you need that special Rivard touch. Lease a new Buick Encore SUV for just $199 per month with $1,000 down. Check out the Buick Encore today at RevardBuickGMC.com or visit them in Brandon on Route 60. And when you do, tell them Bill Bunkley sent you. Saturday mornings at 8, Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. If there's a mortgage still on it, then he owns uh, one half subject to the mortgage. If you pay the mortgage off and you want to be compensated for that, then just get him to sign a new mortgage or a promissory note to you so there's some, some proof that he owes you the money. Okay, I appreciate that. Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen, Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here, The Bill Bunkley Show, 34 minutes past the hour, and uh, we're going to have a look at uh, John McCain coming up on our program today, uh, his history, which is uh, quite remarkable. And, uh, of course, our hearts and prayers continue to go out for uh, his uh, recently disclosed cancer diagnosis. Well, I want to talk to someone who uh, has been in the thick of so much of one of the major topics of the day. And that is uh, what has been happening in terms of the Middle East and uh, what's happening with uh, those who have been affected 
who are part of families who have been in that region for, uh, in some instances, many generations. My guest is uh, Jaleel, Jaleel Dawood, and he is the author of The Refugee, and he's the founder of World Refugee Care. Um, Dawood was born in Baghdad in 1963. As a member of a Christian family, he was persecuted as a kafar. We know that as an infidel. In 82, he managed to slip out of the country during the Iran-Iraq War. He first went to Amman, Jordan. I was there just a, a few weeks ago before catching a plane to Rome. He spent several months there where he began a spiritual journey. Then an American missionary helped him establish a personal relationship with the uh, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And when he was finally granted refugee status here in the U.S., he moved to Texas. And he became involved with the Arabic Church of Dallas. He earned his bachelor's degree in interdisciplinary studies from the University of Texas at Dallas, and he got his master's in cross-cultural studies from Dallas Theological Seminary. He eventually became pastor of the Arabic Church of Dallas, and in 13, he founded the World Refuge Care to help rebuild the lives of people just like him while spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. And with that, Jaleel Daywood, good to have you with us this afternoon. Thank you for having me. God bless you. That's a beautiful introduction, sir. Well, thank you, and thank you for the work of the ministry that you're doing uh, in our country there in Dallas. Let's talk a little bit from your perspective, because um, we have seen horrific um, uh, pictures coming out, not only uh, of the original uh, Iran-Iraq war, which um, you fled from, but also when uh, we pulled our forces out of, uh, of uh, Iraq, uh, Iran, as well as uh, well, at first ISIS went in, and now we have Iran aiding with our advisors and have pushed that back. At the same time, the situation in Syria as well as in Lebanon, refugees, as you know, have uh, gone in huge numbers to, uh, to Jordan and Christian refugee camps, other huge refugee camps there uh, just across the mountains in the Bekaa Valley of Lebanon, and, of course, the untold number of refugees uh, who went uh, north and uh, through Turkey and into Europe. Um, so what is your thought about the current situation in terms of the refugees? And more specifically, I know you want to talk about your perspective on the current uh, administration of President Trump and his, um, his policy toward that. How does this look through your lens? Uh, to be honest with you, I'm uh, very sad for the Christian refugees, very sad, because uh, they are the victim of persecution and harassment and death and rape, and that's why the United States called it a genocide against them, and they had to flee. And uh, there is a lot of them been waiting three to five years or more uh, that I know of, waiting to get settled somewhere and looking for a visa or a country to take them in. So the situation is very dire for the Christian, and they always tell me, Jalil, please tell tell the government, tell the church, uh, please pray for us, please help us, please do something for us. So it is an urgent situation and involve a lot of people. I know at least 10,000 Iraqi Christian in central Turkey today, and a lot of them are facing second term of persecution because the Turks also are getting to Islam, and a lot of them are not getting jobs. And if they are, they're not getting paid, and also they're not liked over there as well. So it is a sad situation. 
and uh, for mainly the Christian and secondly the Muslims. Hmm. Now, Jaleel, there were reports that even those refugees that had gone through the two-year process were coming to America, that uh, large numbers of uh, Muslim-oriented refugees were granted U.S. refugee status, but only a very small handful of Christians. Has that been uh, what you've been aware of as well, say, during the last administration of President Barack Obama? Yes, sir. Uh, it's uh, sad to say, to report that that was the case. It was uh, 10 to 1, the ratio, uh, or 90% versus 10% uh, Muslims to uh, Christians. But what, we, what, he, what the president did, the previous president did, is he brought uh, the Christians from Africa. But the hardcore uh, Muslims are in the Middle East, the Arabic-speaking, not the uh, African-speaking. So he brought... Uh, uh, the African Christians and the Middle Eastern Muslims to uh, America. Uh, the worst case right now is Canada. Canada just brought in uh, 50,000 Muslim Syrian refugees and zero Christians at this uh, time, and that is worse than you can ever imagine. Mm. Let me ask you this. By the way, if you're by your home or office uh, PC, go right now to worldrefugeecare.org. That's worldrefugeecare.org. That is the website for uh, World Refugee Care. My guest this afternoon is Jaleel Jaleel Dawood uh, joining us. Now, um, so so you're here. The president had some concerns about some of these nations where some of the refugees are coming from, that there's not the proper infrastructure, there's not the proper authorities, there's not the proper uh, insurance to us that these folks can be vetted. Where do you come down on that? For instance, this temporary travel ban to know who's coming in and out of America. I know that on one hand, uh, once people are here, our churches, our, our body of Christ has a lot of responsibility to uh, to reach out and to care for the foreigners in our land. But I'd be interested to, to just get your take as one who has come here yourself what is your thoughts about being very careful, and do you support or not support the president's policies right now in terms of, of uh, j- just being very careful and not letting certain folks in until we know who they are? I agree with the president, and we need to be very careful. If those, you know, it's very simple formula that we need to follow. If, these people, if any nation that persecutes Christians, their citizens should not be allowed to come in here because this nation is mainly uh, it's a Christian nation, so these people will not be feeling comfortable with us and will call us infidels, and uh, that's why we see terror activities. But, however, I would add to that that we need to be very careful about, you know, student visas and business visas, because students, the 9-11 uh, activists that did uh, the 9-11 act and killed almost 3,000 people were a student visa from the Middle East. So we need to be careful with them, too, and we need to be careful who comes here as a business. So it's a combination of refugees, uh, uh, being careful who's allowed in and vetting process, and also with the students and business work and any immigration process need to be really checked. Mm. Now, Jaleel, let me ask you about your experience and, again, the second half of this. We know that uh, a major issue that uh, those in Europe have today— with some some countries uh, worse at it than others, is that as Muslims have uh, been immigrating into their countries, they have uh, they've done similar to what happened when the immigrants came through Ellis Island in New York. 
Uh, we have the Chinese section. We have the Italian section. And so I'm talking about assimilation. Now, we have places like Dearborn, Michigan, and other places in America where we've already seen there's been a lack of assimilation. I want to ask you about you. You're pastor of the Arabic Church of Dallas that obviously is uh, is a central point there. Uh, do you have any thoughts about yourself and for those that are coming uh, about either assimilating into the United States, becoming part of the fabric, the multi-dimensional um, fabric of the culture in America, or, uh, or you know, the lack of just getting here and then non-assimilation? Is that something that's very important for us to watch as well in terms of the folks that are coming here from some of these areas? Yes, sir. I would say that the church needs to do its job toward protecting us, and the church needs to do its job by helping people assimilate into this country and being, uh, uh, you know, reaching out to them and loving them and caring for them. There is more than 70 verses in the Bible regarding the care of aliens and the aliens and and strangers among us. uh, The Bible mentioned them in the same breath the Lord mentioned them as the orphans and the widows. Yes. So we have a responsibility as a church to reach out to our neighbors, to love them, to show Christ for them, to win them to Christ. And that's the best defense and the best protection for America from the church perspective. It's not a political one. It is uh, a, a faith-based, a work-based. It is based on uh, Luke 4, where the Lord mentioned his mission is to proclaim the gospel and to do good to those who are hurting. So that's the church job, and the government needs to do its job, and we need to support and pray for our leader and our government to do the right thing, to, to uh, bless those uh, that come here and help them assimilate as much as possible to be productive citizens and tax-paying citizens to benefit this nation. Mm. Jalil Dawood, you have just about uh, uh, exactly voiced my position over the last few years, and that is uh, two responsibilities, especially for Christians here. Number one, we have the verses in Romans that where our country needs to do its job, and that's where the vetting comes in. But once someone is here from the Middle East or from Mexico, wherever, once they're here, then I believe it's responsibility of the church as we reach out to the foreigners, the widows and orphans, that when folks are here to reach out with the love of Christ, and this is kind of dual fold. Got about a minute and a half left. Uh, uh, Jaleel, if uh, you've got anything to mention, how can folks support you and what you're doing with your World Refugee Care Organization? Uh, I appreciate you, sir. And I would say uh, help us sponsor refugees to make it to uh, the West. Especially we're trying to help sponsor Christian refugees' families so they can make it. You know, uh, they've been living in dire situations. Yes. They don't have uh, living uh, resources. Uh, also, uh, they can partnership with us uh, with uh, helping the refugees here uh, in America, uh, you know, by helping them when they don't have food, when they don't have shelter. So that way they can help. And also they can read my book, uh, The Refugee. Uh, I uh, published it recently uh, through Amazon, and they can learn about more about what, what happened with us and what, how God can use them also. All right. Here's that website. And again, I'd like to see a great amount of support for uh, Jaleel Dawood. His, his uh, organization is World Refugee Care. That website is worldrefugeecare.org. 
worldrefugeecare.org. His book is called The Refugee, The Refugee. And, of course, Jaleel is J-A-L-I-L. Last name is Dawood, which is D-A-W-O-O-D. And I want to tell you the reason why I wanted to have this opportunity is, yes, Christians are being persecuted very, very harshly in Turkey, very, very harshly. They've not been afforded, uh, you know, all of the coverage that the Muslim refugees in many uh, cases have uh, occurred. And uh, I think it's up to us to to, to come together and uh, uh, to do what we do. And uh, for those that uh, are following uh, Christ, certainly an opportunity for them to live in freedom. With that, Amen. Uh, Jalea, thanks for being with us. And uh, Amen. I appreciate Thank you, you so spending much. some time with us today. Thank you. God bless you all. God bless you. That website is worldrefugeecare.org. That's worldrefugeecare.org. Our guest today has been uh, Jaleel Dawood, and uh, just praying for him right now. Well, we come back, hear from John McCain in his own words about being held captive at the Hanoi Hilton and other aspects of his life. Don't go away. We'll be right back. I will understand, Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-704-1662. 800-704-1662. That's 800-704-1662. If you have a damaged windshield, keep your family safe with a premium quality replacement and a lifetime warranty from Autoglass America. If you have comprehensive insurance, we'll buy back your old windshield for up to $100 cash on the spot. Come to you with free mobile service and install a new premium quality windshield all at no cost to you. Be safe. Call today for fast claims processing. Remember, we turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-GLASS. Autoglass America. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. A Pew Research study shows sharp contrast between Republicans and Democrats in attitudes towards wealth and poverty. By more than three to one, Republicans say hard work rather than a person's advantages explains why people are rich. Among Democrats, only 29% agree about the value of hard work, while 60% say financial success comes from, quote, advantages in life. In explaining poverty, 56% of Republicans cite lack of effort, but only 19% of Democrats agree with them. Surprisingly, Ideology has more influence on attitudes toward wealth and poverty than does current economic status. Nearly a third of low-income respondents admit lack of effort explains poverty, while 37% of high earners see their good fortune as based on undeserved advantages in life. These results suggest that our approaches toward rich and poor stem more from worldview, values, and inclination rather than current standing or personal experience. I'm Michael Medved. 
This is a crime warning for home and property owners. High property values have created a devastating crime called title fraud. Thieves are targeting homes in your area. Take it from this retired FBI agent. Home title fraud is when a thief steals your identity and transfers your home's title to his name. Once he controls your title, he can take out a loan and stick you with the payments. He can change title so he inherits your home. He can even sell your home and evict you. Title insurance doesn't protect you. Neither does your bank or identity theft protection. I protect my home with home title lock and you should too. Home Title Lock forms a virtual perimeter around your home's title. The instant it detects activity to your home's title or mortgage, it's on it, helping to shut it down. If you own a home or property, get Home Title Lock. And to be sure you're not already a title fraud victim, get your home's title history a $60 value free with sign-up. Visit HomeTitleLock.com and use promo code DEFEND. That's HomeTitleLock.com, promo code DEFEND. Hey, I'm Dr. Raul Serrano. I'm Dr. Suzanne Foley. We're the hosts of Health From Within Radio, and we're here because we are passionate about helping people go from fighting disease to truly building health. You know, our purpose and our mission for this radio show is to really allow you to regain your health, fuel your purpose, fuel your passions, and live the life that God designed you to. Saturday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Welcome back, Bill Bunkley here, and I want to spend a few moments letting you hear from John McCain himself about um, his experience in Vietnam. I was driving home from St. Pete Beach last night when I heard the news about uh, Senator McCain diagnosed with a very aggressive form of brain brain cancer, geoblastoma, which is the same brain cancer that claimed the life of Senator Ted Kennedy and Bo Biden, the son of Joe Biden. And uh, in a way, John McKay, in my mind, has found himself incarcerated again, this time by cancer. But, you know, he's the son and grandson of two four-star admirals. He's a U.S. Navy Academy graduate. Graduate, he survived the 1967 USS four-star aircraft carrier file, fire as a naval aviator. And in that same year, he was shot down bombing Hanoi. Well, back in 2003, he did an interview with Michelle Kelly uh, as part of the oral history uh, for Battleship Cove. It is part of the Library of Congress Veterans History Project. He talked about the circumstances of his capture way back in 1967. Let's go back to that interview and uh, take a listen. Well, we were striking the uh, Hanoi Thermal Power Plant. Uh, It was a very large airstrike. Uh, We came in. There was heavy and concentrated uh, both uh, anti-aircraft fire and surface-to-air missiles were everywhere. At that time, Hanoi was the most heavily defended uh, place in history. And as I rolled in to to bomb the target, um, I uh, uh, rolled in and sighted on on the thermal power plant, which sat on the end of a lake called Chukbak Lake, the western lake. And just as I released the bombs and started to pull back on the stick, a surfaced air missile hit and took the uh, right wing off my airplane. My airplane violently gyrated. I ejected. As the airplane was going down, they were striking my knee on the canopy when I went out and uh, broke my arm as well, both my arms, and parachuted into a lake uh, 
called the Western Lake. I had some difficulty getting my life vest to inflate. I had to use my teeth to pull the toggle on it and after struggling around. And then when I floated the surface, some Vietnamese came out and pulled me into shore. Uh, the crowd was rather angry, which is understandable, and uh, they hit me and just broke my shoulder with a rifle butt and bayoneted me a couple of times. And then mm. army mm -hmm. guys came and took uh, pictures of some woman giving me a cup of tea and threw me into the truck and took me to the Wallow Prison, which we know of as the Hanoi Hilton, an old French prison built by the French prison in downtown Hanoi. John McCain also answered questions on the conditions at the Hanoi Hilton. And by the way, he talks about how they changed after he refused an early release. And they were going to release him early because of his grandparent, his father, his grandfather. He stayed with his men. Let's listen in. The conditions were very poor in the first few years. Um, guards were very tough. Uh, food was poor. A lot of dysentery. Um, I lived in, most of the time in solitary confinement, although I was always in contact by tapping with other prisoners. Um, I was never beaten very badly up until the time I refused early release. And, but after that, it was very severe for about eight or nine months um, as they attempted to get a war crimes confession out of me. Um, but after a while, I'd eased off some. And then after about middle to late 1970, uh, after Ho Chi Minh had died, our treatment changed for everybody, and it improved rather dramatically. What kind of food did they give you? A soup twice a day, piece of bread usually, and soup was you Three, four months a year it was a, a pumpkin soup, four months a year it was cabbage soup, and four months a year it was a greens kind of a thing that looked like clipped grass. Um, sometimes there would be some meat in it, uh, sometimes not. It was, that was basically our food. As I say, with the change in treatment, uh, the food improved significantly, though. Mm. Now, when we come back, top of the hour, over on our Faith Talk channels, uh, I've got one more clip, and that is why John McCain refused the early release. We'll get to that. But I want to tell you, uh, this is a hero. This is someone that uh, has my utmost respect. If there was anybody who deserved to be elected to the United States Senate, it was uh, not only John McCain, but men and women just like him. And uh, I want to tell you that the senator and I did not agree on uh, all issues, certainly some of the social conservative issues. And um, and he was a little more moderate than my taste in terms of my philosophy. But it never once questioned my um, appreciation, especially from the family I came from, of both the people who served this country in the armed forces. So, Senator McCain... We are part of the country that is praying for you. And, Lord, I ask that uh, you give him a complete recovery. And I'm not bashful for asking for that, and that's the way that I will be praying. So we'll have that, uh, that, that remarkable answer coming up in a moment as to why he refused early release. And, uh, and for, to now, for now, 
Jay Sekulow is up next on 860-930. I'll be over at 570, 910, and 102.1. We'll see you. Hey, hey, let's talk about the Hi, I'm Lois Falconetti, co-owner of Dominic's Blinds and Decor. Dominic's is a Hunter Douglas dealer proudly selling American-made blinds, shades, and shutters. Be a shade above the rest. Buy American, not imports from China, and help keep our economy strong. Dominic's Blinds and Decor. Visit us at Clark & McIntosh in Sarasota or call 922-2345. 922-2345. Dominic's Blinds, American-made, not from China. Saturdays at noon, Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy. People that don't walk with the Lord come up with these questions sometimes. Oh, God, show me your will, and you haven't been walking with Christ. You're going to make some mistakes here if you're not careful. Our point here is to stay in fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy. Saturdays at noon on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. O.J. Simpson will be getting out of prison in October after spending nine years behind bars for armed robbery and assault with a weapon. The decision was made by a Nevada parole board. The conviction came 13 years to the day after he was acquitted of murder in 1995 and the deaths of his ex-wife and her friend in Los Angeles. Simpson's defense lawyer, Malcolm Laverne, says he recognizes not everyone will think Simpson deserves parole. Mr. Simpson is obviously a very polarizing figure. He's very, very well-loved, He's, uh, but also he's you know, held into contempt by a lot of people. Simpson is apparently planning to go to Florida if he gets clearance from both Nevada and Florida officials. Simpson has family in that area. Attorney General Jeff Sessions has no plans to resign following disparaging remarks from President Trump. The president unloaded on his attorney general in a New York Times interview, rebuking Jeff Sessions for recusing himself from the Russia meddling investigation. But Sessions says he's going nowhere. We love this job. We love this department. And I plan to continue to do so as long as uh, that is appropriate. Sessions was one of Donald Trump's earliest and most vocal supporters during the campaign. But the president told the Times he never would have tapped Sessions for Attorney General had he known a recusal was coming. Ray Clugston, the White House. Good wishes are coming in from congressional colleagues after Senator John McCain's diagnosis of brain cancer was made public. South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham, a close friend of McCain's, says he spoke with him by phone and they talked about the treatment for brain cancer. Yeah, I'm going to have to stay here a little bit longer, take some treatments, and I'll be back. And uh, we talked about five minutes, you know, it's going to be a tough way forward, but he says, I've been through worse. McCain, a Navy pilot, was also a prisoner of the North Vietnamese for five years after being shot down during the Vietnam War. On Wall Street, the data on by 29 points, the NASDAQ rose five. More on these stories at townhall.com. If you run your own business, when you're not on the job, you're on the road, in your van. Signs that say detour and do not enter are just plain bad for business. Well, here's a sign that's great for business. It says 0% financing and up to two years complimentary scheduled maintenance on Mercedes-Benz Sprinter or Metris vans. Powerful, capable, and affordable. That's Mercedes-Benz Van Power. 
With pioneering safety technologies and low total cost of ownership, Mercedes-Benz vans are the right choice for your business. Check out the full lineup of Mercedes-Benz vans starting at just $25,995. 0% financing and up to two years complimentary scheduled maintenance. That's van power for all. Mercedes-Benz. Vans. Born to run. Starting ad price refers to base model Metris worker cargo van. Excludes all options, taxes, title registration, transportation charge, and dealer prep fee. Please see your dealer or go to mvvans.com for further details and exclusions. A new report suggests people might bolster their brain health by avoiding some key risks starting in childhood that are linked to dementia and old age. Correspondent Shirley Smith reports that getting a good education and taking care of yourself could delay or prevent a third of the Alzheimer's dementia cases around the world. The study says exercising your gray matter may bulk up your brain. The more you learn, the more connections your brain forms. There's also some evidence that controlling blood pressure, getting some exercise, and staying intellectually stimulated might also help stave off Alzheimer's. Same thing with eating more leafy greens, vegetables, whole grains, fish, and poultry. The report in the British journal Lancet raises the prospect that these lifestyle changes just might delay or even prevent about a third of dementia cases worldwide. But experts also say there are no proven ways to stave off Alzheimer's. News and analysis at townhall.com. For the first time since it was created after the 9-11 attacks, the House has voted to reauthorize the Department of Homeland Security. Homeland Security Chairman Michael McCall. We're going to keep America safe. We must reform and improve DHS through a first-ever comprehensive reauthorization. McCall says the measure puts lawmakers back in the picture. Congress has abdicated its role and responsibility in providing comprehensive legislation direction since 2002 and has ceded power to the executive branch. This legislation legislation will fix it. Pointing out just how much things have changed, Homeland Security Secretary John Kelly noted the department was still operating under guidelines created before the advent of smartphones and social media. Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines. Palestinians clashed with Israeli security forces near the Temple Mount after Muslim worshippers massed outside for evening prayers on Thursday as tensions over the holy site escalated. More on these stories at townhall.com. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is sponsored by EDI Travel. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTVN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around are the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Bill Bunkley here with the second hour of our show and uh, delighted to be with our faith and um, our faith talk crowd here on 579 and 102.1. We um, had a great first hour and um, we were just talking about Senator John McCain. 
And I have um, one clip that we weren't able to uh, get to in the first hour, and I want to get back to that in just a moment. But first, I want to welcome you to our program this afternoon. And uh, our first topic up today will be Senator John McCain, but uh, we've got a couple of other things to talk about. I want to talk about why I am very much recommending that um, you do not expose the magazine Teen Vogue to our Christian moms and dads. Do not recommend this to your youngsters, your young daughters, I should say. We'll, um, we'll dive into that. We didn't get a chance to do that yesterday as well. And we'll also have a interesting conversation about the Ark Encounter in Kentucky with our friends from Answers in Genesis. And in fact, Dr. Terry Mortensen is going to be here because if you've had a chance to uh, visit, when I did, I was there. We actually broadcasted from there on opening day. It was uh, quite an honor to do that. But uh, now I understand there is a rainbow that is associated with the ark that has uh, created quite a bit of controversy. So we'll have a chance to talk with Dr. Mortensen about that later on during our program. But um, as I mentioned during the first hour, I, um, and by the way, let me just say as sort of a side note, you know, we live in a wonderful, wonderful place. And uh, one of our favorite things to do, the Bunkley family, is uh, we did it last night, kind of last minute, because we've had quite a bit of thunderstorms. You know, like today they were around noontime. They'll be back again, you know, what, 7 or 8 it looks like. But I want to tell you, one of my favorite things to do is one of two things is uh, when we go off the air at 6 o'clock, the Bunkley family, the the balance of uh, Mrs. B and Zach can come up, and uh, if they're here at 6 o'clock, we can hop in the van and as long as the Rays aren't playing baseball that afternoon, you know, uh, we can get on the Howard Franklin 275 and get on over to St. Pete Beach in about a half an hour, 35 minutes. And so we like to go over there and um, sit down for a couple of hours before the sunset. It's not a blazing sun overhead. Usually there's a breeze. Uh, and I want to tell you, it's a nice, relaxing opportunity to go and probably take some, you know, we like to take uh, some snacks and all. But uh, last night was one of our St. Pete Beach nights. And, uh, by the way, great sunset. But um, I, I think it was on the way over, coming by, it was coming back that I um, really learned about the news that uh, they had released that uh, Senator John McCain didn't just have a blood clot. But once they did the analysis and uh, looked at it, um, it, it's much worse than that. It is, uh, he is diagnosed with a very, very aggressive form of brain cancer, geoblastoma. It is the same cancer that claimed the life of, uh, ironically, of uh, Ted Kennedy and also Bo Biden, the son of Joe Biden. And I was, and as I was thinking about it, I was thinking about the testimony of John McCain, shot down in Vietnam, shot down, was tortured, captured, tortured, held at what was known as the Hanoi Hilton, anything but a Hilton property. If you were with us during the last hour, you you heard about 
some of the descriptions of his captivity as he shared with Michelle Kelly, uh, director of the oral history for the Battleship Cove back on January 29, 2003, part of the Library of Congress Veterans History Project. But it, it just seemed to me he was uh, cruelly incarcerated then, and uh, I think he's cruelly incarcerated again, then and now. This time his captors, his captor is cancer. But um, he is a fighter. And uh, many accolades have been laid out over the last uh, 12 hours or so that uh, we expect him to fight. He's got chemo and radiation ahead of him. Um, we need to be praying for a miracle, quite frankly. This is a very aggressive form of cancer. Very, very few people dodge it. And so he's in for the second fight of his life and for the second endurance of the fight of his life. But to his credit, um, you know, he's got a pretty dry wit about him. And uh, his good buddy, and I mean his good buddy, Senator Lindsey Graham. Now, both these guys are moderates, okay? Let me just say this, that uh, I have not been pleased with Senator McCain on several occasions in terms of his <clears throat> voting philosophy. Certainly not uh, happy at times with Senator Lindsey Graham. They were, what, the gang of 14, gang of 8. Uh, Senator McCain was known as the Maverick. But um, anyway, Senator Lindsey Graham called them, and um, when the conversation just got started, Senator Graham reports that uh, Senator McCain said, uh, well, I've been through worse, and you just pause and think about that. Pause and think about that. But I want to be very clear, regardless of the differences I have and would have in some issues concerning Senator McCain. I can tell you that there is no other person that I can think of that's more deserving to have come back from his ordeal. The son of not one but two four-star admirals, his, his, his father and his grandfather, graduated from the U.S. Naval Academy, survived that horrible fire in 1967 on the USS Forrestal, he was a naval aviator. He, he, he dodges the bullet of the big fire, lives, and then he is shot down bombing over Hanoi. He's captured by the North Vietnamese, imprisoned and tortured at the Hanoi Hilton. Doesn't get out until 1973. And the clip I'm going to play in a moment talks about uh, he was offered an early release and he rejected it. An early release because, his, because of his, his military's family history. There was a respect there. And he said, nope, I'm not going to leave here until my fellow prisoners leave. We're all going to leave together. He could have gotten out, and he didn't. So my previous thought, uh, there's nobody in my mind that, that out-qualifies John McCain to come back, and if it's the will of the people from his home state, that being Arizona, he's been their senator. little trivia question, <clears throat> guess who he replaced? Let's go all the way back to 1987. Who was known as one of the stalwarts of conservative republicanism? 
People don't remember. People tend tend to forget that he replaced Barry Goldwater. How about that for a little trivia? But but again, I want to say that even though I was not pleased that several of his votes down through his career, I would tell you that no one else deserved to serve in the United States Senate at the pleasure of the people of his state than John McCain. And I feel that way about our veterans. I feel that way about our first responders. I feel about the folks that have that that, that feeling about our country. Now, when I come back, <coughs> I want to play uh, a quip, uh, a quip, a clip from 2003. And I want you to hear this, but he, because he talks about, in his own words, why he refused that early release. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. Don't go away. You want to hear this. You know, for years here at Faith Talk, 570, 910, and FM 102.1, we've been helping parents in Tampa Bay and Sarasota, Bradenton, provide their kids with an affordable private Christian school education. Sarasota Christian has been a great fit for our daughters. They both receive an excellent education uh, with the ability to exercise their Christian faith. Right now, when you go to ChristianTuitions.com, you'll find a wide selection of private Christian schools in your area with half off the first year's tuition. The teachers are real about their faith. You know they're praying for their kids, for other kids, for other families in the school. It's a strong faith-based Christian school. That's right. Find a great Christian school near you with half off your first year's tuition at ChristianTuitions.com. We're learning about Jesus and God and how God created the world. If finances are the only reason you're not sending your child to a private Christian school, go to ChristianTuitions.com today for half off your first year's tuition. ChristianTuitions.com. Are you looking for some affordable family fun? Check out Dollar Tuesdays in exciting Florida State League Baseball with the Clearwater Threshers presented by Regions Bank. Tickets and all your favorite concessions like hot dogs, beer, and soft drinks, popcorn, and peanuts are just a dollar. It's happening every Tuesday at Clearwater Thresher Home Games at Spectrum Field on US-19 in Clearwater. See you at the ballpark for Dollar Tuesdays. Bill Bunkley here. Have you thought about how many people were involved in your last car or truck purchase? The salesperson, the sales manager, the general manager, finance and insurance managers, and on and on. Getting through the sale can be a real grind. Not so at Rivard Buick GMC. When you buy from Rivard Buick GMC, the process is so streamlined that you work with just one person. From the opening handshake to the transaction of the sale, even the finance and insurance end of the deal, one person only. No other dealership does this. It's such a refreshing way to buy a vehicle. And one of the owners is always at the dealership in case you need that special Rivard touch. Lease a new Buick Encore SUV for just $199 per month with $1,000 down. Check out the Buick Encore today at RevardBuickGMC.com or visit them and brand it on Route 60. And when you do, tell them Bill Bunkley sent you. 
you're writing a Christian book and you want it published. You also know old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. Want your book in print and on Amazon? Make it happen. Take control and publish yourself with 21st Century Christian Publishing at Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian Publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. ChristianPublishing.com. Publishing is fast, easy, and affordable with Zulon Press. A division of Salem Communications, the same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. Saturday afternoons at 1.30, it's services from Love First Christian Center with Pastor Jomo Cousins. See, God says, you know what? You got a seat at my table, and I'm going to cover all your mess so people don't know all your business because guess what? I am God. Pastor Jomo Cousins with Love First Christian Center, Saturday afternoons at 1.30 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. When you don't move the mountain, I'm needing you to move. When you don't part the waters, I wish I could walk through. When you don't give the answers, as I cry out to you, I will trust, I will trust, I will trust in you. Trusting Jesus on this Thursday afternoon. Welcome back to the Bill Bunkley Show. Hey, I want to remind our pastors... We got a great one lined up this year, and I'm talking about our Pastors Appreciation Day. Hope you have uh, your calendars marked, Pastors, for September 21st. We'll be gathering at Exciting Idlewild Baptist Church. And on that day, we have been anticipating our guest speaker this year. He is a member of our Salem Editorial Board, and he's also president of the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, Dr. Albert Moeller, Jr., and not only as an author and a teacher, but the seminary president, uh, but often you'll hear his opinions right here as they air throughout the U.S. of A. on the Salem Radio Network. Well, in addition to he being the guest speaker that day, after lunch, we have two seminars, one at 9.30, one at 10.45. I'll tell you about those seminars we get a little bit closer. But it's an absolutely free event. It is going quickly. We have uh, a tremendous response with uh, sponsorship. And if you wanted to think about being a sponsor, you need to get uh, cranking on that pretty quick because activity is uh, absolutely flowing. But if uh, pastors, if you have not signed up yet, you know that there's only a certain amount of seats. Don't want to turn you away. So uh, it's absolutely free. The uh, the seminars are free. In fact, we'll be offering breakfast at those seminars. The lunch is free. Uh, the uh, opportunity to, to hear from Dr. Moeller is free. All you have to do, the price you pay is about two minutes of your time. And that's because you need to go to our website at letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Click on the red Pastors Appreciation Day banner. And then we look forward to seeing you then. Again, the date, September 21st, Ottawa Baptist Church. And to register pastors, RSVP, letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Well, Senator McCain, when he was imprisoned after being shot down over Hanoi, it was uh, learned by his captors that um, he comes from a long line of distinguished military individuals, both his uh, father as well as his grandfather. Both uh, served. They were both four-star admirals, United States Navy. And because of that, um, 
and I don't know whether this was playing in. This probably had a lot to do with the politics of the time, and that is the negotiations that were going on with the administration about pulling out of Vietnam, and uh, maybe this was uh, uh, certainly something that the North Vietnamese were involved with uh, of offering this. uh, But uh, John McCain said no. John McCain basically said, uh, I leave when my fellow prisoners leave. So uh, he talked about this back uh, on January 29, 2003. It was part of a Library of Congress Veterans History Project, and he was speaking with Michelle Kelly and uh, thought it would be fitting to uh, bring this this clip uh, in his own words as uh, we are are praying for uh, Senator McCain. Well, I was not in good shape. I knew that the Vietnamese thought I was an important prisoner because of my father being uh, an admiral and commander of U.S. forces in the Pacific. Um, um, It wasn't an easy decision because I was in very poor physical health. But I also knew the code of conduct said uh, sick and injured go first and then by order of capture. Everett Alvarez had been there three years before I ever got there. Unfortunately, I did not have much communication except with the guy next in the cell next to me, so I had no contact with the senior ranking officer. But I made the decision that it was better for me to go home in order. I'm very happy I didn't know I was going to be there for another three years. Did that have to do with, um, like, a code of honor? Well, the code of conduct, which was a result of the Korean War, which was our first experience with the, quote, brainwashing. Um, Thirty-seven Americans after the Korean War chose to live in China and not come back to the United States. The code of conduct was developed, and it says very clearly, um, I will not accept parole. Uh, I will go home in order of something, go home in order of capture except for those who are sick and injured. So it was very clear in the code of conduct. The question was, how sick and injured was I? And, um, man, that was a bit of a question. It's the wisest decision that I ever made. Mm. And I think it also shines a light on uh, Senator McCain's position when it comes to torture. He was very well aware of what happened uh, in the Korean situation, again, the brainwashing, the successful brainwashing that I think he would tell you today uh, as a result of, uh, of torturous activities uh, with Americans not even wanting to uh, come home in double digits and uh, the decision that he had to make. So that's why, um, and I know we, we've got some others out there who probably, uh, who I'm sure have other opinions, differing opinions, but today, um, I just want to leave it on the table of uh, what his service has been to our country and um, the fact that uh, he has been reelected year after year by those who know him the best, which are the people he represents. It kind of goes along with the first story of uh, O.J. Simpson and the rule of law. And uh, uh, very much we've gotten away from the rule of law. And uh, the secondary aspect here is that uh, there are many people who are in the legislature and the Congress that uh, I certainly don't agree with, many people who don't share my Christian worldview, and uh, many people that, uh, quite frankly, if if I could work to um, put another uh, 
male or female into their slot that would have more of a Christian worldview, I, I might do that. But I can tell you, anybody that knows me, I, I separate the personal from the issue or my professional responsibilities. And so today, um, someone who served our country well, and so we're uh, praying for, I'm praying for a miracle and pray for he to be healed. All right, uh, coming up a little bit later on, we'll be um, talking with our friends Answers in Genesis, Dr. Terry Mortensen, and... um, But first, I want to talk a little bit about Vanity Fair. I want to give you a heads up, uh, a very quick warning, only because we have a lot going on today. We would have mentioned this yesterday. I I got got briefed on this from CBN News. And uh, apparently in the latest issue of Vanity Fair, by the way, let me say this. Um, Getting ahead of myself. If you have some youngsters in your car right now, you might want to turn the radio down for about five, six, seven minutes. I'm just going to get this out. Uh, but our next uh, conversation is definitely not suitable for little ears. Uh, but it's something that I want to call your attention to, uh, especially if you have daughters in your family. So I'll give you another five or ten seconds here. If you are at home, again, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, what the rainbow had to, what 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 was a symbolic of the rainbow in Scripture in the Bible, as opposed to what was uh, the rainbow being used for today by those of the LGBT community, and then how does the how does Noah's Ark, part of the Creation Museum in Kentucky, how does all that fit into that discussion? We'll have that in a moment, but. Uh, Suggest you just turn your radio down for just a second or so and uh, not have the little ones around. And this is just a heads up. All right. Um, I don't know how much, uh, for those of you who have uh, teenage daughters, I'm I'm not going to ever be in that situation, I don't think. Um, I guess you never know. But at this point, I have a youngster age 11, not a teenager left. But uh, I was shocked by this. Teen Vogue. Now, this is not Vogue magazine. This is Teen Vogue. This is targeted to young girls. And this is especially alarming to those of us who are Christians and adhere to a Christian worldview. In the current issue, there is a guide uh, to sodomy. There is a guide in its own words to anal sex. And uh, I was shocked. This is under the subtitle in Teen Vogue, Sexual Health and Identity. I'm looking at the article. Headline, subheadline is anal sex, what you need to know. The next line, are you ready? How to do it the right way. And by the way, right is capitalized. Gigi Engel, E-N-G-L-E, July 7th, 9.30 a.m. Listen to this. First couple of paragraphs. When it comes to your body, it's important that you have the facts. 
Being in the dark is not doing your sexual health or self-understanding any favors. With that statement in mind, we're here to lay it all out for you when it comes to anal sex. Now that is far, even the next paragraph would, would, I'm leaving it right there. So all I will subscribe to you is that based on our worldview, based on our, and by the way, we are not PC people as Christians. We are not PC people. We are BC people. We're not here to be politically correct. We're not here to, to follow the whims of of the culture. We're here to be not PC people, but BC people. That is biblically correct. I guess I don't have to remind you that this particular suggestion that uh, it's your teenager's body. Mom and dad don't have anything to do with it. Let's show you how to do something that is clearly, clearly sin from a biblical worldview. I'm just, don't shoot the messenger. I'm just telling you that I don't believe that this is a publication that should be in your home as a Christian. I don't even think it should be on newsstands. They can be picked up and, uh, you know, kind of thumbed through, but we have the First Amendment. I get all that. But I just wanted to give you a caution that this is out there. And uh, I know sometimes it's tough to keep up with the teenagers, especially teenage girls. But uh, Teen Vogue is not something that I think ought to be part of your worldview literature, (sighs) that you're raising up your children to be in the wisdom and admonition of the Lord. So wanted to pass that along. So, going to take a time out. You might even see a rainbow this afternoon. Clouds are building. What just, just what did the Bible have to say about rainbows? What was the role of rainbows in the Bible? Was there an episode that had to do with the ark? And oh, by the way, what is now the controversy with the Ark Museum in Kentucky and rainbows in the LGB community. Dr. Terry Mortensen has answers on that. Don't go away. He's up next. This is the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington, Florida. Correction officials say they must accept Nevada's request to supervise O.J. Simpson if it meets all needed criteria. Michelle Gladdy of the Florida Department of Corrections says Simpson will be assigned a Florida probation officer and supervised under the conditions of his parole. Simpson told the Nevada Parole Board that will allow him to be released in October that he wanted to live with family in Florida. The White House is reinforcing the president's statement that special counsel Robert Mueller should keep his investigation focused on Russian interference in the 2016 election. Trump told the New York Times Wednesday Mueller would cross a red line if he expanded his investigation to look at Trump's family finances. White House spokeswoman Sarah Huckabee Sanders says Trump is making clear that the special counsel 
should not move outside the scope of the investigation. On Wall Street, they're down by 29 points. This is SRN News. Hello, pastors. Bill Bunkley here. Our 2017 Pastors Appreciation Day is coming up Thursday, September 21st, and I urge you to register your RSVP today. We'll have an inspired time of worship, a great lunch, resource bags, and awesome prizes. Boaz Shalgi, owner of EDI Travel, who just hosted my pilgrimage to the Holy Land, is flying in from Israel to host a free seminar. Join Boaz at 9.30 a.m. to learn more about special sites awaiting you in the Holy Land. You'll enjoy coffee and pastries, plus a special gift from Boaz. Discover the steps to plan your pilgrimage and how to receive special complimentary benefits for you and your spouse as tour hosts. EDI Travel just earned TripAdvisor's Best Holy Land Trip for the third straight year. For more information about EDI Travel, call 727-460-1225. That's 727-460-1225. Sign up today to attend Boaz's free seminar at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day on September 21st at letstalkfaith.com. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Fire the stockbroker and hire yourself. I'm Larry Levin, and I've been on the trading floor for 23 years. I was one of the biggest traders in the S&P pit. I'm also the president of Trading Advantage, the leading educational firm teaching people how to become professional day traders. Now, for a limited time, I'm offering one of the trading techniques I use to make $1.9 million for free. Get started right now by calling 800-489-8876. Leave your email address on my voicemail, and I'll email you my free trading technique and daily insider's market report at no cost to you. This is the very information I use to build my fortune. I was getting ready to retire. I still needed to make extra income, but I didn't want to work for anyone else. Because of Larry and his excellent instructors, I could trade successfully for myself. And I'll never have to work for someone else again. Fire the stockbroker and hire the most dependable person you know, you. Again, call in the next 90 minutes. Leave your email address on my voicemail, 800-489-8876. Call 800-489-8876. 800-489-8876. Affordable family fun is what you get with every Clearwater Threshers game at Spectrum Field. See the stars of tomorrow playing today in the Florida State League. There's lots of promotions, too including Saturday fireworks, concerts, Dollar Tuesdays, Feeding Frenzy Mondays, Tijuana Flats, Taps and Tacos Thursdays, and Brunch on Sundays. Find out more in the complete schedule by going to their website at threshersbaseball.com. Threshers Baseball, get hooked. Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 9.30 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com and join her every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. As a pastor, every day has its triumphs and challenges. Here at Faith Talk 570, we're praying for you, and we'd love to bless you at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day, September 21st at Idlewild Baptist Church in Lutz. Author, teacher, and preacher Dr. Albert Moeller is coming to personally encourage you. There's a delicious meal, time to connect with other pastors, equipping forums, and amazing prizes. Don't miss out on Faith Talk's Pastor Appreciation Day. Seats are free, but you must RSVP at letstalkfaith.com. Cause I hear a voice and he calls me every day When others say I'll never be enough And greater is the one living inside of me Than he who is living in the world In the world In the world 
Amen. He is King Jesus to all of us here listening and follow him as our Lord and Savior. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here. 38 minutes past the hour. And um, last couple of days, my good friend Todd Starnes with uh, Fox News Radio has his own um, radio show now, I believe, as well. Well, I uh, learned about something very curious. If you've been following us through the years, you know that uh, we have uh, been involved uh, at many occasions with uh, the opportunity to tell you about, um, well, the story of Genesis from our friends at Answers in Genesis. And you know that we actually broadcasted from the ARC on the opening day uh, that uh, it saw its first uh, view of the public coming through. And so I was interested when uh, maybe we have a, a little lesson to learn in terms of uh, what did the rainbow, what, how was the rainbow created by God? What was re- it referred to uh, when it was mentioned in the Holy Scriptures? And uh, has it been hijacked today? Well, to talk about that, my next guest is Dr. Terry Mortensen. And uh, he is a key researcher, writer, and speaker for the ministry Answers in Genesis. And he earned his master's degree um, and a Ph.D. in history of geology there at Coventry University in England. He's lectured on the creation-evolution controversy in 25 countries since the uh, 1970s. Before joining Answers in Genesis, he served for 26 years in university campus ministry in the U.S. and Eastern Europe. And with uh, someone we know very well right here down the road from our studios, and that is... uh, uh, Campus Crusade for Christ. Dr. Mortensen has written many articles, is the author of The Great Turning Point, and has edited and contributed to Coming to Grips with Genesis and Searching for Adam, Genesis and the Truth About Man's Origin. Dr. Mortensen, honored to have you with us today. Great to be with you, Bill. Why don't we start off by a little bit of a history lesson, okay? Um, you know, we learned about the rainbow first in the scriptures. So before we get into the controversy, what's happening uh, at the Ark Exhibition, just what the Bible have to teach us about the rainbow? Well, the Bible tells us that at the end of the flood of Noah's day, the global catastrophic flood that uh, God sent to destroy uh, the sinful world and re- rearrange the whole surface of the earth and kill every land-breathing animal not in the ark with uh, Noah and his family. At the end of that, God, after they came off the ark, God said, never again will I send a flood to destroy the earth. And the rainbow is the sign of his promise. So it's a a sign of covenant promise to Noah and all of his descendants and all of the uh, animals and birds and the earth itself. Mm. So there's a direct tie between scriptures, the historical account of the ark and the idea of the rainbow. Now, Let's fast forward in the culture today. Uh, the LGBT community has been uh, using the uh, the colors of the rainbow uh, as sort of a symbolic um, flag, if you will, to um, what their cultural mu- uh, move is here in America. Talk about that, and then uh, talk about uh, your boss there, because uh, with the ARC exhibition, uh, I guess he's trying to make a statement to, uh, you know, not revise history and to have a chance to talk about what the real history of the rainbow is about. Yeah, well, I just, uh, somebody pointed out to me just recently that actually the LGBT uh, rainbow 
is not identical to the rainbow that we see in the sky. They right, have different colors. One less color mm -hmm. than the rainbow that we see in the sky, and uh, they they don't include indigo, but um, they've embraced that as a as a sign of uh, a symbol of their uh, movement, their values, uh, their commitment to their sexual revolution, and um, it it flies in the face of the purpose of the rainbow at the end of the flood, because that was a sign of judgment and also a sign, uh, a promise that there would not be another global flood. But that flood, uh, Jesus said in Matthew 24, is, um, is a warning of the judgment to come, which will be by fire. And so it's both a, uh, the, the biblical rainbow is both a, a witness to God's promise uh, of not sending another flood, but also uh, a, a warning of future judgment because of sin. Mm. And and so there's a there's a conflict here because the Bible clearly uh, condemns homosexual behavior, just like it condemns any kind of sexual behavior outside uh, the the sanctity of a marriage of one man and one woman. So. Uh, Jesus said, if you lust after a woman in your heart, you've committed adultery. And the act of adultery is, is sin. And so, um, so is rape and, and prostitution, and, and so is homosexual behavior. Mm. And uh, if you're just joining us, listen to the voice of Dr. Terry Mortensen, uh, who is a key researcher, writer, and speaker at Answers in Genesis. And if you're by your home or office uh, PC, Go to AnswersInGenesis.org, AnswersInGenesis.org. And uh, let me just say, since uh, we're only uh, we're 20 days into July, there's still time to pack up the family car and head north, uh, either to uh, the Ark Encounter or uh, the Answers in Genesis itself, a little bit further up the road. And uh, both of those I highly recommend uh, for your family, especially if you have children or teenagers or young people, just a great opportunity. So yeah. there in Kentucky, when you drive up, here is this life-size replica of the Ark. And as I mentioned, uh, Dr. Mortensen, I was there broadcasting on uh, opening day. Um, but I understand that uh, what I saw then, particularly at night, and I guess what I would see if I arrived there tonight, there's a little bit different look. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes, Uh the, the arc is beautifully lit up with the colors of the rainbow, right, as you go from one end of the arc uh, to the other. <clears throat> and we're making a statement by that. We're saying this, this rainbow was associated with God's covenant and long before there was any homosexual movement. Uh, and so we want to reclaim what God declared as his own sign. And, uh, you know, the other thing, Bill, is that we need to remember that, you know, whenever we violate God's sin, God's law, whether it's uh, in heterosexual sin or homosexual sin or, or confusion about gender, that uh, sooner or later it's going to have negative consequences in our own lives and in the lives of other people because God gave us his laws for our good. He's not just a, a big meanie in the sky who wants to take the fun out of life. If we, if we will follow his laws and, and trust his word, it will bring blessing to us, and we'll, we'll know the creator who made us, and, uh, and ultimately we'll be able to know uh, by faith in Jesus Christ, we'll know the forgiveness of God for the sins that we have done, no matter what our, our, uh, our, our particular 
sins are that might be different from others, but we all have a sin problem, and Jesus came to solve that problem. Uh, and so that's that's the message that we want to give to everybody. Now, I understand because, uh, and by the way, Answers in Genesis is no stranger because of their very committed stand for Christ, their very uh, committed stand for the inerrancy and the accuracy and the historical account of the Scriptures. Uh, it's not surprising that they find themselves uh, in the center of controversy, uh, probably uh, more so than not. But uh, I understand from Todd that uh, some of the LGBT community has actually been mocking uh, putting this, um, putting these lights on the ark for uh, the rainbow. Talk about that. Well, yes, they've they've been on the web uh, <clears throat> criticizing and and mocking Ken and answers in Genesis. But you know, this is nothing new. Jesus said, if they if they hated me, they'll hate you. Paul said, all those who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus shall be persecuted. Um, they mocked the disciples uh, in the book of Acts for believing what they believed, and it's, it's been that case all the way through history. And most, uh, most of the church outside the United States has suffered incredible persecution for uh, their faith in Jesus. And, and Jesus commands us to love uh, those who are uh, scoffing, who are uh, critical, who are against us, because um, they need the Savior just like we do and did as we put our trust in Christ. So this is not, we, we don't want to respond in, a, in a, a fighting way back towards our critics. We want to love them and point them to the Savior. Mm. I want to mention that uh, at that website, AnswersInGenesis.org, AnswersInGenesis.org, boy, what, what a treasure trove of resources, especially for your family. Uh, a lot of uh, work has gone into the Ministry of Answers in Genesis, and that's because of uh, uh, the whole idea that its founder was uh, is a school teacher at heart, uh, Ken Ham, and uh, so I want to recommend that also. Uh, for your churches uh, if you are a little bit late for this year. But not only do we have uh, Sunday school material uh, that you could uh, incorporate from Answers in Genesis with this uh, biblical worldview that uh, at least I know I share with Answers in Genesis, uh, but also next year for Vacation Bible School, all sorts of resources want to mention that. Now, Dr. Mortensen, I'm going to throw a little bit of a curveball to you, but I know it's right up your alley, and I didn't ask Michael to uh, to clear this with you. But since I have you, I just got to ask a question in a couple minutes we have left. I've been following, I don't remember his name, but I know that we had a Christian geologist that was uh, trying to, obsain, to, to obtain some samples uh, out of the Grand Canyon, and I believe the Grand Canyon officials were blocking him from getting those samples because, of course, he believes in a young earth. He believes that the Grand Canyon was formed by the Great Flood. And I know that we have a different president uh, at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue who might have intervened. But I know you've been following that story. Any thoughts about, uh, you know, uh, blocking a scientist because uh, his theory may not match up with uh, all the billboards all around the Grand Canyon? Yeah. Well, I was just on a seven-day raft trip with Dr. Andrew Snelling um, just last week leading a, a group of theologians. Uh, you mean they let you in? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> and I saw a couple of the folds uh, in the rocks where Andrew uh, wants to take samples, some of the 
places are back a side canyon, so we couldn't see them. But, um, yeah, you know, it's really interesting. If evolution and millions of years was really true, then why would the evolutionists feel they have to block somebody from looking at the rocks and taking samples? Is it really going to threaten the, the, the truth? Um, if, we're, if, if Andrew and other uh, creationist geologists are, as evolutionists want to portray them, um, you know, just ignorant pseudoscientists, then what's the threat? The very fact that they blocked him getting uh, a research permit um, says something about the the uh, the fragility of their of their view. It can't stand in the in the uh, in the public arena of discussion, and so they have to block uh, Andrew even getting access to the rocks. But Andrew is an excellent geologist. And he will be uh, going in August in a few weeks to uh, collect those samples with another geologist at Cedarville University, Dr. John Whitmore, who has done a lot of research in the Grand Canyon as well. And um, they, are, they are expectant that these samples are going to reveal what they suspect they will reveal, and that is that these folded rocks were not hard for millions of years before they got bent. They were still soft, and the millions of years is a myth. Mm. So uh, we're we're looking forward to what the results of the research will be, and it will be uh, made available to all the scientists in the world who want to look at it, and uh, they'll look at the data and see if Andrew interpreted it correctly or not. But the evolutionists are have to fight; they have to threaten with a lawsuit by the ACLU any school or state that allows students to be exposed to uh, scientific criticisms of evolution in millions of years. Mm. If their view was really right, they wouldn't have to use legal intimidation to protect their view. The very fact that they do says something very, very loud and clear. Yeah, we're about out of time. Quick question. When when, when someone goes in like that, uh, do they go and get their samples, or are they shadowed by someone with the Park Service? How does that work? Uh, no, they they won't have anybody with the Park Service. They have a permit, and they they've had to identify exactly where they want to go, and uh, they'll be taking fist size rock samples. Evolutionists have been able to go in and take basketball size rock mm. samples. Andrew's only taking fist size, and um, mm. so they've they've identified all the exact places where they're going to be taking samples and. That's what they have the permit to do. All right, let me ask you this. Now, there's an incredible uh, revelation that came from Mount St. Helens. If folks want to look at that data and compare it to what we see in the Grand Canyon, is that uh, something that can be found at AnswersInGenesis.org? Yes, there's a video uh, that's been done by uh, Dr. Steve Austin, who did a lot of research on Mount St. Helens. And um, he did an early video um, a number of years ago that volcano erupted in 1980 uh, but then he did a second one more recently that also explains what happened but also shows how quickly the vegetation and the animals have re- repopulated the area and the landscape so uh, that's a great video it's just entitled Mount St. Helens um, and you can get that on our website and it's it, it shows what catastrophic processes can do and and the in a very short produce, period of time. Yeah, what they produce, those catastrophic processes associated with the volcano, 
produce things that traditionally geologists had said, evolutionary geologists had said, must have formed over hundreds of thousands or millions of years, and they've formed, in this case, in, in hours or days. It is amazing, and I want to tell you, check that out at AnswersInGenesis.org and just search for the Mount St. Helens material in that video and uh, follow this whole story coming out of the Grand Canyon because it is very, uh, it is very remarkable and very interesting. But with that, uh, we're out of time. Dr. Terry Mortensen, thank you so much for being with us. Again, that website is answerandgenesis.org, answersandgenesis.org. And next time you see uh, Ken Ham in the hallway there, just tell him Bill Bunkley said hello, and we continue to wish you the best and continue to get the word out about Answers in Genesis. All right. Thank you very much, Bill. God bless you, my friend. All right. All righty. <clears throat> Excuse me. That'll wrap up this. I'll tell you what it is. It is, it is fascinating. <clears throat> if you haven't had a chance, Michael, to see it. I don't know what's going on today. Give me one quick minute. I have had the dry throat today. So, with that, it's been a pleasure to have you along the way this afternoon. Coming up on tomorrow's edition of the Bill Bunkley Show, we'll talk to Jeff Johnson about a new resource he wrote for Focus on the Family called When Transgender Issues Entered Your World. Plus, we'll head on out to uh, California and get our Hollywood update and talk with our friends at Movie Guide to hear what's up this weekend at the box office. All that and more coming up on tomorrow's program. Coming up in a moment, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, will be along with today's edition of um, um, Living Truth. And today we're going to have a chance to talk a little bit about our relationship with Christ. All that's coming up in a moment right here on Faith Talk 57910 WTBN. To the Mart 4, I'm Bill Bunkley. Have a wonderful evening. God bless and good night. If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some important news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. A free book to help you maximize your retirement income from television host and three-time author Josh Melberg has been released. This book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple-to-understand terms. Grab a pen right now because we are about to offer you this free book that unlocks the five little-known secrets we believe baby boomers and seniors should know before buying an annuity. Call 800-725-1616 now and you'll receive a free copy of Josh Milberg's book, Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed. As a bonus, we'll also send you a copy of The Number One Mistakes Retirees Are Making With Their Investments Today and a free DVD on how you can get up to 33% more income in retirement. Call 800-725-1616. That's 800-725-1616. Employees of J.D. Milberg Financial have the appropriate licenses for the product. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.